Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in to the Washed Up Has-Beens podcast. I am Alec the Avocado Martinez, here with my co-host Tyler Gibson. Tyler, weird week of football. couple Monday night games, couple uh, one game uh, by week. I'm doing bad, real bad. Yeah, I was about to say, did you, did you have a rough week? Yeah, um, as a um, avid Falcons uh, supporter... Um, that was a disaster. Leading into this year, it looked like it was uh, trending really well in the first couple weeks, you know, because I don't really care if they win or lose as a football team, but as long as you're putting up fantasy points, um, you know, you're good with me. And uh, unfortunately, they've had injuries, and, you know, I, I don't remember who put the hit on Matt Ryan in that Bears game, but he was he was doing decent with Calvin Ridley, and then I feel like there was a point in that game that I remember where he took a pretty big hit, and he just didn't get his rhythm back. And then, I mean, you know, he had a little something going with Julio at the beginning of that game last night. You know, just Julio I think had like four receptions, Julio should have played that yards, game. But no, God no, and and it sucks now because I mean I was firmly in the you know buy low on Julio, and now I mean I've got to put more stipulations on it. I mean maybe if you're four and zero. And uh, you can get him for the right price and sit on him because hopefully what happens is they uh, – I, I don't remember what their uh, what their bye week is. Um, let me see. Their bye week is – ooh, it's late. I don't know. Um, definitely don't want him to wait until week 10. But, you know, definitely want him to sit out, you know, two or three weeks and uh, really let that thing heal. Um so, I mean, if you could afford that, then fine. But uh, otherwise, it, it looks like probably stay away from Julio, and good luck to you if you had him. Um, uh, I heard someone pose a question today. Would you trade – if you were in a winning situation, you're 4-0, you're 3-1, would you trade for Julio? Um, I mean, for the, for the right price, uh, I would. I mean, And would uh, you sell him if you're 2-2, 1-3, 0-4? Probably not for the same price that I'd buy him for. Um, so, you know, it's just one of those things where, you know, you don't, you don't want to sell too low. I, I mean, in what's too low? I mean, like, well, I mean, wh- okay. Robbie Anderson. That's, that's literally the guy that I had in mind. Um, that's tough. I guess it depends on if you believe that well, Robbie Anderson is going to need wins. I mean, if you need to win in the next couple of weeks, I'd rather have I would, Robbie I than would, Julio. I would do like a Robbie Anderson and maybe if I could get, Somebody off their hands like a, uh, you know, a Zach Moss or a Dobbins or you know somebody that has yeah, some upside. Maybe you some know, late season. Yeah, so maybe not just straight up for a Robbie Anderson, but if I could get Robbie Anderson to plug in now and maybe something that has some upside, but not any value like right now, uh, I would I would consider doing that. If maybe I some of these receivers that are coming back. Obviously, no one's going to give you Michael Thomas or Devonta Adams, but. Uh, AJ Brown um, might be a guy to shoot for. He should return this week. Yeah. Um, yeah. DJ Chark just got back. If you can get DJ Chark for him, I think that'd be a great trade. Well, I mean, somebody like that, I guess if they're willing to trade one of those guys for Julio, they must be three and one or four and zero. Oh. <laughs> they must have found a way to make that work. And so, if they want to just cash in for some more upside on Julio, then uh, then maybe. But uh, it, you know, there's there's a case to be made. I'm not I'm not a firm just hold on Julio in all, you know, scenarios. There's there's a price that I would buy him and sell him. Well, I think it's a good moment to, to maybe tease what you might have coming up this week. I told the listeners earlier, you might be doing a little trade 
uh, podcast, just a solo show, just to go over some trade options, buy low, sell high, you know, maybe some scenarios. Uh, just wanted to, to kind of tease that for you because that's a big one. I yeah. think Julio Jones is a uh, going to be moved a lot more this week than he probably ever has in any week in his career. Oh, and there's a lot of yeah, there's a lot to uh, to cover. Whether it's uh, you know Kareem Hunt or Nick Chubb, you yep. know whether you need to be holding on to either of those guys or selling them or you know selling high, selling low, buying low, buying high, or whatever. Uh, you know Mike Davis coming to the potential end of his really successful run here um you know do you need to go ahead and hop off of that train before it's too late and uh you know he's just a one-week rental and you have no equity left in him um so you know things like that i got that. david johnson for him today um that is a great trade uh i mean david johnson i think with the i think with the change uh moving on from bill o'brien I just think it, it, that's the type of move that can galvanize a team. I mean, I feel like Phil O'Brien but I, has but really I think soured what, what everything What actually scares, scares me, though, is that, that David Johnson was Bill O'Brien. Like, Bill O'Brien brought him on with a lot at, at stake. And the new new coach doesn't have to worry about that. Yeah, but they don't have they don't have a first or second round pick. They've got a lot tied into this year. I think they're just going to have to sit tight with what they're doing and make the best of it. So it's not like they can just be like, well, we're going to replace his ass next year anyway. They, they've got a lot more issues to worry about. And uh, I think they're going to... We want to make sure we have plenty of time to get in these games, so we're just going to you know, leave that for the podcast that Tyler's going to do. Yeah. Uh, I did a short uh, waiver pickup podcast right before this, so if you want to check that out, go ahead. But hopefully by the time you've listened to this that you've already put in your waiver claims. <laughs> yeah. um, but Tyler, just, just briefly, who's your, uh, who, who are the main guys you're looking at on the waiver that you'd love to get this week? Well, uh, I mean, I know that Damian Harris is a guy that I – you know, had been looking for for the past couple weeks. But, you know, people had kind of stashed him for the most part in most of my leagues and maybe had him on the IR or whatever. Uh, but if you're in a league where Damian Harris is there, you know, with Sonny Michelle having gone on IR, um, you know, that's a guy for sure. I mean, Tanyan has looked phenomenal. What, he's 11 of 11 in the past two games? Oh, yeah, he's and, been great. He should, he'd be great if he was on the waiver wire. <laughs> well, he might be in uh, some of y'all's leagues, just not in the league that Alex wanted him to be on, even though Alec had no shot at getting him. Um, and, uh, I mean, you know, Dernest, you know, you, you, you got to take a look at him. It, it definitely does look like the, uh, the Browns do want to implement a committee approach. But that being said, I mean, I, I Kareem, Hunt is, Kareem Hunt is sky high right now. So if you've got him and you don't have Nick Chubb, I would definitely explore – Get a feel for, you know, the temperature of his market in your league because, you know, while he will win you games right now, you just you hate to miss out on that window. And the longer that you hold on to him, the shorter that rental gets and uh, the less value you might have in him. But it's kind of a sliding scale. You know, you got your two ends going both ways, whether it's, uh, you know, okay, we don't know exactly what his potential is going to be versus how much time he's got left. And, you know, right now he's got a ton of time left, so that's real high. And we don't know what he's going to do yet. But as he plays and he maybe bumps up that, man, looks like he's a top three guy, that window of time left until Nick Chubb comes back is getting smaller and smaller. So. Yeah. Um, you know, I uh, this will be the last thing we say before we move on from waivers. But I mentioned on the waiver podcast that a guy to look at who's not going to, I assume, won't get picked up on many waivers but you should look at to maybe claim after waivers go through if you're a league like that. If you're rolling waivers, maybe throw a dollar or two at him this week and just snag him. It's Dontrell Hilliard. 
Um, you know, he got some run in that he, game, and he looked good, too. He's got um, a better athletic profile than uh, Ernest. So. Well, yeah, but, but Ernest, the thing about the Ernest that I mentioned in the podcast is that he's, he is a a much more well-rounded back, honestly, than uh, than Nick Chubb, even. I mean, he is a, a receiving back who runs the ball well between the tackles. He uh, he did really well as a receiving back in South Florida. He was exclusively, of, exclusively a, a between-the-tackles back against Dallas. But Hilliard has familiarity in the offense, and, you know, he was there last year. And I, I, I wouldn't be shocked if we see Hilliard as the number two guy instead of Johnson. If you do scoop up uh, Hilliard or Johnson, I'd, uh, I'd be wary. Yeah, I don't know that I'd play him. It'd be hard to play him this week. <laughs> so, so we'll, we'll see. But, uh, yeah, you know, there's, there's plenty out there. You know, got some good receivers like Higgins. I know you mentioned uh, plenty of stuff in that uh, waiver podcast. So. Tyler, who's been the biggest surprise for you through four weeks? Man, well, um, honestly, I, I would have said that it's uh, Calvin Ridley, uh, you know, being pretty much the number one receiver, but, you know, that's that's a, a factor of all the uh, all the injuries to the receiving position and, uh, you know, Julio being out and this and that. I mean, it, it, but I don't know. I mean, Justin Jefferson has been a pretty sweet surprise there uh, coming on as of late. Um, who is it for you? Oh, Robbie Anderson. Oh, um, well, yeah. That's, that's I, I didn't think Robbie Anderson would be the number 10 receiver in PPR. No, no. And, and looking as if he is the wide receiver one for the Panthers. You know, so I, I did I did get him in a couple leagues, you know, just you know before the season started really. And it was one of those things where, I mean, you know, Late last year, you know, I had Robbie Anderson. I was big on Robbie Anderson last year, as a matter of fact. I mean, he was a guy that I was targeting in the early mid-rounds because I was like, I mean, look what this guy did, you know, towards the end of the 2018 season. And, I mean, he was on a tear, and he just wasn't going up at all. And I was thinking, man, you know, Sam Darnold taking a step forward, this and that. But I was big in and on Robbie Anderson last year. It's a pretty good value, and that just that didn't really pan out. And so then whenever he, uh, he got a chance to get away from there, um, you know, he ended up in Carolina. I, I thought, you know, he's he's still he's 27. You know, he he really hasn't gotten the big shot. You know, the the big role to do what he can. Um, but you know, then all the DJ Moore hype came, and uh, you just you look at the routes that Robbie Anderson runs, and didn't seem like that was going to be super compatible with uh, Teddy Bridgewater. So it was more of a shot in the dark, and I definitely didn't see this coming. But, you know, he was a guy that I've liked in the past. So the other, the other one's Josh Allen. Um, you know, Josh Allen is a legit top-five quarterback. And, and you know, we know he had the floor, right, because of his rushing ability. But what he's done in the air this year, he looks he finally, looks He looks great. Like he took the step forward. The ball, the ball is sweet coming out of his and hand. Can, it's, dude, it's, it is, it's, a, it's amazing. Like, you always knew he could throw it far. Mm-hmm. But now you see him throwing it far on a on a rope right in the receiver's hands, and it's like wow. He's making me. I I made a trade in one of our dynasty leagues. It involved uh, Diggs and Chark and uh, some other pieces, and I ended up getting back you know uh, Michael Thomas, and there were some other pieces involved that I that I think I got too. I don't recall exactly, but you know, and I was pretty deep at receiver at the time with like Amari and Sutton and Parker, but. Man, uh, part of me, you know, so far would like to have that one back at least this season. But we'll see uh, how Michael Thomas can come back and uh, in the future. But Diggs has definitely been very good. Been good, and uh, you know, we knew he was a good player, but didn't know that that was going to necessarily work out that great with Josh Allen. 
Yeah, we're going to jump into the matchups now. Um, I do not have, I forgot my, uh, I'm, we're over here on Tyler's beautiful patio. Uh, well done by uh, some quick reaction. There we go. Uh, yeah, they're, they're just a local uh, general contractor. He did a great job here. Tyler built this table we're sitting on himself. If you need any uh, woodwork done, Tyler's quite the carpenter. Um, I've got hair like Jesus, so I've got some carpentry in my body somewhere. I'm a good assistant to Tyler every, once every year. Um, <laughs> Uh, but uh, I don't have my our record from last week um, oh. on wins or losses. So next week we'll update you on the official wins. Yeah, and we losses. need to get a big tally. Yeah, up and we'll, we'll get we missed two overall. weeks, but but we'll 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 go ahead and just count that as COVID. Um, but we uh, we're going to jump into the matchups. First one is Thursday: uh, Tampa Bay versus Chicago. Tom Brady versus Nick Foles. The rematch. Uh Three and one, three and one, but I think they're misleading three and ones uh, on the Bears side. I think the Buccaneers are a three and one football team, uh, and it's not because their offense is good, but their defense is really good. Um, yeah, they're definitely a a possible start this week. Um, oh yeah, I mean they're they're going to be in the running, uh, you know, pretty much any week. And, yep. and, um, you you could probably have them and hold on to them. Um, you know, if you uh, if you ended up with them early on in the season, there's not too much of a need to get fancy with defenses a lot of times. That being said, I think it's going to be a rough week for David Montgomery. Yeah, he he gets his he's at his best. Yes, when he's able to get three or four targets or three or four receptions, that's great for his overall value. But what makes David Montgomery so good is his in between the tackle running. He's not going to be able to do that against Tampa Bay. No, it's going to be a shock to me if he gets 60 yards over 60. I'd be surprised if he gets over 60 rushing yards. I mean, this is uh, – I feel like this this is going to be a pretty crucial test for the Bears and, uh, you know, take the temperature of what that Bears team can really be under Nick Foles. I mean, you know, we saw I mean, him Nick come – Nick Foles we, is not better than Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, we saw him come in and, you know, do decent against the Falcons, and then we saw him not do so decent last week. So the offense is better with Mitch Trubisky at quarterback. Because he simply for the, they they aren't any neither one of them are a better passer than the other, but at least Mitch Trubisky can do something with his legs occasionally, and and that to me and, and Nick Foles is not a better quarterback. Well, than that's Mitch what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I think this is going to be this is going to be a good a good uh, temperature check here on uh, you know what we're really going to get. You know if if this is more of a uh, you know hot and cold thing or if he can try to put something together and see if this three and one Bears team can give the Buccaneers a run for their money. But I don't. I wouldn't bet on it. You know, other than, than you know, you kind of have to start David Montgomery. Odds are, if you have him, you probably. I mean, I know I have to start him because you, of just injury. You issues, probably didn't. You probably didn't go running back, running back to start the draft. So he's probably at a minimum your RB two, and he may be your RB one if you yeah. went zero running back. So, um, but don't expect a big week from him. Uh, Allen Robinson, you can kind of go ahead and pencil him in every week. Um, yeah, yeah. Even to. even you saw last week, even when he did nothing for three quarters, and all of a sudden in the fourth quarter he got a you know some garbage time run that. Gosh, he, I mean, made he, him went, have he a was good that week. entire drive. Um, you know, he's currently the the 13th wide receiver in PBR, and that's um, that's gonna he's he's gonna finish as a wide receiver one because he had a he had a rough start there, you know, and he's he's really rebounded with a couple games, but I mean. You know, expect him to have a pretty solid floor for the rest of the season that, that keeps him in that wide receiver one territory. Uh, Anthony Miller. Um, what, what I mean, Anthony Miller and Jimmy Graham, to me, are both um, – they can be bi-week fill-ins because they both have the potential to get the, the random touchdown. They've both been targeting the red zone quite a bit. So, 
if you have to, start them, but I don't feel comfortable starting them. No, um, I mean, honestly, I feel more comfortable starting Jimmy Graham than Anthony Miller just with the Darnell Mooney, um, you know, routes as of late and most of the season. You know, I kind of thought once Foles got in there that maybe that would flip back, and the early signs pointed to that, that uh, Miller was going to be more of Foles' guy uh, whenever Miller got that touchdown in the uh, in the game against the Falcons. But, you know, Mooney has continued to stick around, so that's one to kind of keep an eye on. You know, if you, uh, if you have a deeper league, you know, maybe – put Mooney on the end of your bench and just see what happens. On, but, you know. on the other side of the ball, the Tampa Bay offense is, is what we would expect under Bruce Arians. Not quite as explosive with as with Jameis Winston, but also not – well, I mean, last week they did throw five touchdowns, but also not as um, turnover prone, which has allowed the running game to be more involved. We saw you know Ronald Jones have a good game last week. Um, Leonard Fournette, uh, I believe. Um, I, I don't think he's going to play. I, I don't mean, think it's, so either. It's a short week. I mean, uh, really, Ronald Jones did fine rushing. Now, I think what we could see is more Keyshawn Vaughn instead of giving Ronald Jones a chance at any of the passing down situations because um, we saw him have a few drops in the last game. Um, I mean, Keyshawn Vaughn got in the end zone. And he, uh, you know, in deeper leagues could be a, could be a stash. I was happy to have... Uh, Scooped him off the waiver wire, honestly, in our dynasty league, which is yeah. kind of weird to me that he got dropped. And uh, I mean, I know it was disappointing seeing them sign all those people, but you know, still a rookie and a lot, a lot left to be uh, made of his career. Hopefully. Yeah. So the running back situation there. I mean, Ronald Jones is a solid flex play. Fournette, like we said, we don't think he plays. If he does yeah. play, this changes everything. If he uh, does yeah. play, I'm not sure I feel comfortable starting any of them because I don't know no, what they're going to no. do. No. Um, and I wouldn't, start, now, I wouldn't start Vaughn this week either. I'm just no, saying, keep yeah. an eye on that. And, but I think Vaughn, Vaughn is a, if you're in a pinch, and this is, I mean, with all the injuries this year, I mean, you could be looking at a squad. We talked about this earlier. You had Nick Chubb and Austin Eckler. You mm-hmm. had McCaffrey and, you know, Austin Eckler. McCaffrey, probably not McCaffrey and Chubb, but um, you had, uh, you have Kenyon Drake. Saquon. And, or you have Saquon. You know, there, there's a... There's a reason you might have to start Keyshawn Vaughn this week, and he's a better play, I think, than some. Because like like Tyler said, I think he will get some work in the passing game because he looks pretty good. And, yes, Ronald Jones, I think, had six receptions last week. Um, but he had three drops, yeah, too. Yeah, Brady's and, not going to forget. Yeah, Brady doesn't like that. Brady wants a guy back there like James White who he knows, if I throw you the football, you're going to catch it. Mm-hmm. That's it. And, and the Bears isn't the same defense they were. They're still good. But their their pass rush is good, which is going to be you know mean that um, there's going to be some dump offs available uh, at wide receiver. No Chris Godwin, he's not going to play. Um, I think you're looking at uh, hopefully the next week after the the layoff. Scotty Miller, Mike Evans, both should be in your lineup. I don't see any reason why you shouldn't be. I mean, um, Scotty Miller is. I mean, you have to play Mike Evans for sure, and I like Scotty Miller. Um, I've I've got him in several leagues. Um, I mean, the Bears' secondary has been been pretty good in terms of not letting receivers in the end zone. So you're going to have to get a little more production from, uh, you know, Scotty Miller just uh, between the 20s probably. But, I mean, he, he's a fine play. I mean, at some point they've got to, you know, they're, they're going to break. They can't never allow any. Uh, yeah, and I think, you know, if you look at Scotty, Scotty Miller throughout the year, you know, week two he had a rough week, but if he catches that touchdown pass that he dropped, he has a, he ends up having a double digit week, and that would give him four. Yeah, he, he's he's a top twenty four receiver possibly if he gets that touchdown in week two. I uh, 
looking at the tight end, um, Gronkowski and Brait. I hope you don't have to play either one. I mean, not yet. Not yet. You may figure something out, you know, with O.J. Howard having, I guess, they thought it was, everybody kept saying Achilles, and it turns out it's like a torn MCL. Or yeah, I thought, I thought that I'd heard Achilles, but, uh, so, that's, uh, that's that. I think we both got the Buccaneers in that game. Yeah. Atlanta, Carolina at noon, 0-4, 2-2, and, and, and Atlanta's the 0-4 team. I'm, I'm going Carolina here, man. So, uh, I want to go, uh, you know, hopefully this will, hopefully Matt Ryan hears me picking Carolina. He's a he's a big supporter of our podcast. I'd I'd love to uh, I'd love to jump on the Falcons train and go against you here, but I'm not going to do it. Not without Julio's going to be out. Ridley Ridley retired. I don't, no, we didn't know that after his first three weeks, he retired. So he I don't I don't know. I mean, I'd like to think Ridley's going to come back and have this you know breakout game, you know this this comeback game, but something something wasn't right. If he wasn't on the field there, something's not right. And so and and, and well, he him and Julio were both. In doubt, you know, the whole weekend leading up to that, and you know, it turned out they were both going to play. But man, um, keep an eye on on what happens with Calvin Ridley because Olamide Zacchaeus. It was the Zacchaeus show, dude. I like the guy, man. <laughs> I mean, he is five eight, one ninety three. He is a wee little man. For those of you that know Zacchaeus in the uh, uh, in Gosh, the Bible, eight um, he led the team in, in targets and receptions. Um, you know. He's a guy to keep your eye on. It, obviously, Russell, Russell Gage is probably a guy you want in the lineup, but um, Zacchaeus is also a guy that if something happens with Ridley, or, you know, we know Julio's out. I've got Zacchaeus in the league, and if he's he's a guy that I wouldn't mind putting in the lineup. Um, uh, at running back for the Falcons, I mean, you've got to keep starting early. He keeps scoring touchdowns. He doesn't look good, but he keeps scoring touchdowns. As long as he's... As long as he's healthy, um, you're going to keep starting him and hoping he gets a touchdown. I mean, uh, Brian Hill, to me, looks better. But yeah. Ito Smith is garbage. But but yeah. Brian Hill uh, looks pretty good. But Gurley's the guy as long as he's there. Uh, Hayden Hurst, uh, man, I made a good, a bold prediction about him early in the year. And he's decent. It's Matt he's, Ryan's fault, probably. Yeah, I mean, he's <laughs> decent. And he's, he's, uh, he's the number 15 tight end. You know, he's startable. But he's definitely not what I thought he was going to be thus far. I still have hope that he can turn things around and they start using him more, especially with Julio out. So, on the other side of the ball, uh, Teddy Bridgewater is a good flex play against the Falcons. Oh, uh, definitely, definitely. I, win, win. I think I'm going to start Teddy Bridgewater over Matt Ryan in a super flex league where I've got them both. Well, I, I think Teddy Bridgewater to me is a start every single week because of how often they throw the ball. It's hard to find anybody that has been able to really, um, you know, he had that bad week against Tampa Bay, but he's been pretty good to average against everybody else. He had 28 points, or he had uh, quite the stat well, line. He had, yeah, he had the rushing touchdown in that Yeah, one. and two passing touchdowns, which is good. We need to see those. those there should be regression in, the, regression in the passing touchdown department, So, which is only good for DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson. Uh, Mike Davis is a uh, must-start for one oh or two gosh. more weeks. Yeah, I think, I think uh, McCaffrey's supposed to be coming back around week two. Who do you think has the bigger week, DJ Moore or Robbie Anderson? I mean, you got to say Robbie Anderson still. No, um, this is the week, man. This is so? DJ Moore's week. Oh, I, I'm hey. calling it this week, DJ Moore. Hey, get out there, get out there and buy low on DJ Moore. Yeah, DJ Moore's gonna have a big week. I, I feel it. I don't it's mind buying low on him, even if he doesn't have a big week this week, because I mean, we know we know the type of receiver he is, and uh, you know, I just think that you know, just as as time goes on, I mean, things can only get better for him, and he's been. 
decent. He hasn't been what what the person who drafted paid for him. But if you can go get him for cheaper, yeah, he definitely will return on whatever you have to pay for him. I mean, and then uh, moving on, we got Heisman versus Heisman, Cincinnati versus Baltimore. Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, um, Burrow, shoot, started man. Oh uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't. You drafted, you drafted Burrow. I mean, you're you're probably you know you're probably starting him at this point. So. Uh, obviously, you're starting Lamar Jackson. The running backs is where things get a little bit muddled for both teams. Mm, um, don't start any of the Ravens running backs. Yeah, it's hard to – I mean, yeah, we've seen the formula, but the formula doesn't warrant anybody being started. No, it doesn't translate to fantasy. It's, prob- it's probably decent for real football, <laughs> but, I mean, I mean one, so. um, you know, it, don't start Ingram. He's not getting the, you know, the volume, and he just doesn't look that good this year. Dobbins is getting, you know, he's getting a fair share uh, in the backfield, but, you know, he, he just looks like he's still too raw. I mean, he's just, you know, he's just not getting in a groove. And, you know, it's hard to get in a groove when you got three guys getting in there. And Gus Edwards has actually looked pretty good. But, you know, he's probably getting the least amount of touches out of all of them. Right. Well, he didn't last week. Last week he led the team in touches. But uh, on the other side, Joe Mixon must start. Um I, I think Joe Mixon could have a good week this week because for the same reason Antonio Gibson did last week, which, by the way, you, you, you're buy or sell, you got that. Um, Antonio Gibson did have over 85 total yards because he is involved in the passing game as well as on the ground, and I think Joe Mixon is the same way. So, Well, it was a good sign that the Bengals got their first win in a game where Joe Mixon yes. dominated. So it, it's different whenever it's like, oh, Joe Mixon finally did good. But they were getting curb stomped, and it was like, you know, the third and fourth quarter. Like, this was like Joe Mixon was the main part of that offense, and they won. And he had a 17% target share, I think. I mean, he got, you know, 83% of the, the you know, workload on, on terms of rushing. I mean, like, it was, it was great. It, that's exactly what you want, and you know that Mixon can do that. Uh, they just, historically, he hasn't gotten that um, target share, so... Hopefully they keep that up. Hopefully they learn something from it. Rank the rank the Bengals receivers for me. The receivers? Yeah. Well, you still got to go. I think I think it's still got to go Boyd one and Higgins two. Yeah. Um, Green's still got to be three just because he's still getting targets. I mean, he's one of the most targeted receivers in the NFL at this yep. point. I mean, top three at least I think. Um, but they've slowly declined each game, whereas T. Higgins has slowly gotten more involved. Oh, yeah, I mean, he so had that T, one T. game. T. Higgins, to me, is – Boyd. Boyd's the best four. Higgins has the highest ceiling. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Marquise Brown on the other side, pretty good start this week against Cincinnati. Um, he's kind of let you down a lot of this year. Uh, but, um, you know, put him in the game. I'd buy, I'd buy Marquise Brown um, if, I, if I could – who, what's a good person that you would send for Marquise? I don't know, man. He's weird. He's a weird one. It's a weird one because I feel like if somebody drafted him, they spent enough on him, and they probably were just they're in on Marquise Brown. Um, I don't know. That's a, could you could you justify trading to Jamison Crowder for Marquise Brown? Because you probably got Jamison Crowder way late, and he's probably Crowder's the floor. Crowder's the floor. Well, player. I know. So I mean, I think that you you didn't pay much for Jamison Crowder, but if you just are in the position, who would you rather have, T. Higgins or Marquise Brown? I think I'd still rather have Marquise Brown. What about Tyler Boyd? Um, I'm trying to think of... 
They were probably being drafted around the same time, Tyler Boyd and Marquise Brown. You think Boyd was going a little earlier? This is easy for me. I want to hear what you have to say. I don't care about where they're drafted. We're in week four. We five. I know. I'm just trying to think of what, what you probably paid for. I mean, I, I think I'd rather have Marquise Brown. Well, let me let me put it to you this way. Tyler Boyd's the number 15 receiver in PPR. Marquise Brown's number 48. I know that. So, I, 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 to me, it's not even a question. It, it, it's Tyler Boyd. I think T. Higgins is even – yeah, he's, he's higher than uh, than Marquise Brown yeah. in PPR. No, I mean, that's, that's who Marquise Brown is. But I I think that he's, he's going to get a little bit – a little bit more of a floor. I mean, it's as good of a floor as a guy like him can get. But I just, I, I have to believe that that he's going to get. I mean, they they just barely missed on a couple stuff. He got pushed out at like the one this last week. I mean, I don't think he scored a touchdown yet. He scored um, one. He scored one. Oh no, wait. You know what? I don't think. He I think he had one called back probably. Um, I mean, he, nope, he has not had one yet. He's going to get in the end zone. That I mean. Moral of the story, you don't have to trade Boyd for him, but go see if you can, you know, I think I would trade Jamison Crowder for Marquise Brown just for the upside because Jamison Crowder is probably my wide receiver three or four, maybe. I, I don't have to start. He's a good start, but, you know. Mark, Mark Andrews is a must start uh, for tight ends. Uh, who you got, Bengals or Ravens? Ravens. Yeah, I got Ravens. Uh, moving on, Jacksonville and Houston. The newly Houston. Uh, I'm taking Houston. Yeah, you think so? Romeo Cornell's got it. I, I'm telling you, I'm about this. Like, Bill O'Brien has worn out his welcome. He's done so much stupid stuff. He traded off DeAndre Hopkins. I, I think there's plenty of pent up frustration. I don't know that there's anybody in that locker room that was upset that Bill O'Brien got fired. I think that they're gonna they're gonna just have a Fresh start, and they got to—they're going to come out this week and really just put it together. I mean, they're 0 4. They're—they're up against the wall. They—they they don't want a high pick in this draft. I mean, like they were a team that was leading against the Chiefs in the playoffs this year. That just happened, and they don't have any future in the draft. They don't have a first or second round pick. They got so much money tied into this team. This is it. They're going to get it. They're going to get their first win. Give me Jacksonville. Give me every offensive player I can in this game besides Tyler Eifert and Jordan Nathan. And even then, if you got to, they're not – both are good string plays. But give me give me uh, James Robinson. Give me David Johnson. Give me DJ Chark, Will Fuller, LaVisca Chenault. Ugh. Not Brandon Cook. I don't think I can do it. I would – depending on what you've got on your team – I wouldn't mind stashing Brandon Cook, but once again, I'm I'm I'm. You're a Brandon Cook's truther. I'm you, a Brandon Cook's been, truther, yeah. and also, I mean, Houston Texans morale boost truther right now. Well, uh, the one thing to keep an eye on really here to talk about is if Chenault uh, doesn't go because of his hamstring. Keelan Cole to play. Uh, Keelan Cole's been average. He's you know don't play Chris Conley. He's garbage. I hope the Jacksonville Jaguars realize that. Uh, but DJ Chark is is back where he should be. Man, that was I great he's to healthy. see him play last week. He's healthy and he's he's oh man, it. he's where he needs to be. So good to see that. Uh, we're going to, on to Las Vegas and Kansas City uh, in Arrowhead Stadium. This is a KC game. Yeah. Um, is Derek Carr a streamer for you? Man, um, that Kansas City defense has been pretty good. Um, I don't know, man. Prob- probably not this week. And then they go on by, and then they're going to play Tampa Bay. 
But uh, I mean, they're they're in a tough they're in a tough position. I mean, you know, Denver's down just because they've had injuries and stuff. I I, I don't know that I'd want to stream them this week. I'd rather stream Teddy Bridgewater. Um, but two running backs who both got a lot of hype and both lived up to it in week one, but has struggled since. Are you comfortable with Josh Jacobs and Clyde Edwards Elaire? Obviously, I'm not saying you're not going to bench either one, but are you comfortable with them right now if they're your RB one? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, you you definitely hope that they would have, you know, continued to take steps forward and fill the shoes of where you drafted them in the first round, most likely. Um, but you know, I'm not uh, I'm not giving up just yet. I, I'm I'm holding both of them. I'm I'm not taking any lowball offers for them or. Yeah, no, I, I I don't think I would either. Um, I'd be willing to sell both of them if I got the right price, uh, but I I don't want to sell either of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, receivers for Kansas City, uh, Tyree Kill, Sammy Watkins, yes. Uh, Me Cole finally coming I was on. Say, yeah, that's a blade. I mean, how do you feel about Me Cole? It's same um, same thing as before. I'd ra- I'd rather start Me Cole over Sammy Watkins. I mean, projections would say otherwise. Definitely. I mean, the upside is there. Um, I mean, for Hardman. Yeah, right. Right now, they've still got in sleeper. They've still got Bernard Robinson projected more than Hardman. There's zero chance that Robinson scores more points than Robinson. No, I think Hardman's kind of taking a Hardman. step above so, Robinson. Um, on the other side, uh, if Rugs and Edwards don't go again, I think they should be going to see. I mean, I, I almost I, haven't heard I almost like Renfro regardless. I mean. Uh, well, I was going to ask you, what about Nelson Aguilar? He's, I mean, yeah, he's, unfortunately, um, you know, he's, he's not really a guy that the fantasy community has loved, or really even football community in general. Yeah. I know that the Eagles fans mostly hated him. Um, but, I mean, he's, he's been a guy that's kind of stepped in there, and he's, he's thrived to a lesser extent. Nigerian Nitrous is a good, uh, he's a, um, a <laughs> I've good, never heard that. Yeah, man, he's a Nigerian Nitrous. Uh, he's a good DFS play if those guys don't go, um, but I don't think I want him on my fantasy roster. No. Uh, Darren Waller, Travis Kelsey, start them both. We both got KC in that game. Moving on, uh, unless there's anything else you wanted to say. No. Uh, Denver and New England. Um, this is a great game, honestly, for both defenses. Cam shouldn't be back. We saw how bad that offense is for New England without um, without Cam. Yeah, I mean, just how stupid does that make the Bears look? Yeah. Uh, I mean, they they could have had Cam Newton. I mean, just look at what the Patriots would be without him yep. thus far. And, I mean, instead they paid up for Foles. <laughs> I wouldn't be opposed to streaming Denver's defense this week against uh, no. the Patriots. Um, I mean, but the Patriots defense, I think, is the number one defense this week. Oh, I mean, yeah, play both the defenses. Yeah, Brett Rippin's I mean, going to turn the ball over a lot. Um, and if... I don't see them going back to Jeff Driscoll, um, but that's how bad Jeff Driscoll is. So uh, neither quarterbacks are startable in this game. Uh, Melvin Gordon startable. Uh, James White, Damian Harris. Yeah, I mean you can throw them in your flex. I mean, uh, Rex Burkhead. Uh, I mean, I love Rex Burkhead. Plano kid. Um, I, I wouldn't be starting him. All right. Uh, Jerry Judy, um, not sure what his deal is, if he's going to play or not. I think he should be good to go. Uh, Judy, um, Edelman, 
What about Nikhil Harry? Well, you know, he's been he's been getting he's been getting targets. Um, you know, he obviously got in the end zone there with Stidham. Uh, I mean, I mean, he's a he's a decent flex option in deeper leagues. I mean, you know, if it's a ten team league, I mean, I'm hopefully I don't have to start him. But you know, he's a he's a nice little hold. Maybe see see what happens here in the next. Uh, I don't like him. I'd rather not have him. I don't think he looks good. Uh, he's not playing the way a guy his size should play. It's like he's trying to play a way he's not. You know. Yeah. He doesn't play well in contested catches, and that's what a guy like him should be doing. Yeah. So I'm not a big fan of Nikhil Harry, and I think I think big big Bill Belichick's gonna start looking at Demir Bird more. He fits the offense better, and uh, he had you yeah, know Bird, ten targets yeah, the other Bird night. Yeah, Bird had more targets. So uh, Tim Patrick, like I talked about on the waiver show, is a guy uh, that if if KJ Hamler doesn't go, I definitely look to Tim Patrick. Uh, he had a lot of targets the other night, led yeah. the team in targets and. If Rippin has any kind of rapport with anybody, it's with Tim Patrick, apparently. So two weeks in a row with the uh, with the Cuddy. Uh, so uh, where did where did Brett Rippin go to college? I don't remember. I have no idea. Um, and then uh, Noah Fant. Um, if he plays, yeah, I say, is he going? Up? It looks like he's likely not playing. Yeah, I don't so think would you better. consider Nick Bennett or Jake Butt? No. All right. There's not many going on for New England, Denver. Who you got? New England for coaching? Yeah, that's that's about it right there. I think they're going to be yeah. the better coach team at the end of the day. Um, Arizona, New York, the Jets. Uh, pick your poison as to which New York team you want to play. You want to see the NY on your schedule. Uh, if you're Arizona, that defense is definitely worth starting. Yeah. Sam Darnold uh, wants to play. Um, it was a sprained AC joint on his non-throwing shoulder. Hopefully you don't have to play him. So. No, hopefully you don't have to. Um, Kyler Murray, Kenyon Drake, Chase Edmonds. Well, let's see. Let's see what the reports are on on Drake if he if he stays on the injury report this week. I know he he's cleared of injury concerns. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I mean, Edmonds is a Edmonds is a waiver target. You know, if he's the waiver wire is a little scarce or something uh, in terms of guys you can actually you know plug in right away and feel confident, but I mean, definitely Edmonds needs to be rostered. Um, would you play him this week in the play? I think uh, so. It would have been worth it last week, for yeah. sure. I'd um, play him this week. Um, Le'Veon Bell should be back this week. Do you feel comfortable starting him? Has he been activated off the IR officially? No, but they yeah, it's expected he's coming back this week. Yeah, yeah he's returning. Okay, yeah, I mean, if, if, if he's got the He's got the all-clear. Um, I mean, fire him up. You probably need him. That's <laughs> the way yeah. you drafted him. So uh, Receivers in this game, DeAndre Hopkins, Jamins and Crowder, a must-start. Yeah. Uh, man, take a flyer on the, the other Cardinals receivers if you need to. Um, you know, Kirk had a decent week last week because he found the end zone, but he hadn't really been good. Really, it's going to be whichever one of those guys gets in the end zone. So, But what would you – Start Chris Herndon. He continues to have decent projections, but has uh, not really uh, cashed in on any of them. No, I'm not starting Chris Herndon. Me neither. I'd I'd rather go. Honestly, I might even rather take a chance on Ian Thomas over Chris Herndon oh, this yeah. week against I'd the Falcons. Would. Yeah, I would. Even though even though Ian Thomas is going to be projected lower than yeah, Herndon, I mean, I would, I, I'd I would rather do that. Uh, moving on, we both got Cardinals. Yeah, Cardinals. Uh, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh. I think we both got Pittsburgh in this game. Oh, have to. Um, Carson Wentz, don't start him. 
uh, Deshaun Jackson, Alshon Jeffrey, Greg Ward, don't start them. Right? I mean, right. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Start, start Miles Sanders, start yeah. Zach Ertz. You have to start Sanders. Do you start Zach Ertz? I think you do. I think that if you can find a decent waiver pickup, you go with it. But I don't know. Big, I think if you got Zach Ertz, you start Zach Ertz. Would you start Zach Ertz over, um, well, Eric Ebron? Yes. Uh, what about Dalton Schultz? How's he doing? What's his, what's, his, what's his thing? I know he got a little, little bang mask to the eye. Um, I mean, I'd rather start Dalton Schultz. I guess he's he's potentially a waiver uh, a waiver ad this week. So I mean, Robert Tanya. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I'd probably I'd probably start Schultz and Tanya. Who are who are the who are the Packers playing this week? I don't know. Uh, the Packers play. They're, they're on by. Oh, you're right. So they're don't start Rum Tongue. Um, I mean, I'd probably play Schultz over Ertz, but, you know, if you've got Ertz, you're probably prioritizing some running backs or something else on the waiver. And, you know, probably start Ertz if you got Ertz, but, you know, you can definitely plug somebody else in over him. For Pittsburgh, all systems go. Big Ben's a, a good uh, streaming option. James Conner. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, Deontay Johnson, if you want to take a flyer on Washington or Claypool, I wouldn't be mad at you. Yeah, yeah, happy to see, you know, this this could end up being a good thing for, uh, honestly, for for Connor and for Johnson, you know, uh, although long-term, maybe maybe a little uh, underrated play here, maybe hope that uh, James Connor has a couple good weeks here and uh, get off of that train because uh, he's got a long road ahead for the rest of the season and he's not a guy who holds up. He's not going to have a late bye week yep. to uh, give him a break. Maybe stash Anthony McFarland because I think he's surpassed pretty snow. There you go. Uh, we both got uh, the Steelers in that game. Yep. Moving on, uh, Tennessee-Buffalo. This would be a good game. Um, Josh Allen, again, he's a must-start every week. Um, this could be his worst week of the year, but I think uh, – you know, I thought that against the Rams, and he went out and put up 34, uh, well, 30-plus. Um, so, you know, I don't I don't think that uh, you have anything to worry about. Would you start Ryan Tannehill this week, streaming him? Um, I mean, yeah, I, I don't hate it. Um, I mean, if you've got Ryan Tannehill, um, he's, he's probably your dude. I know you had to plug somebody else in this last week. But, uh, you know, unless you've got some. Justin you, Herbert, so no comment on that. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm not mad about playing Ryan Tannehill this week. Derrick Henry, uh, good to go. Good stuff. Devin Singletary, um, he's kind of RB two at this point. Yeah, um, no, he's he's looked good. Um, Zach Moss should be back this week, I think. Um, yeah, we don't have too much. Uh, he practiced all week last week, so we should be back this week. Uh, yeah, I mean, definitely pumping the brakes on uh, Zach Moss right now, but uh, you know, gonna. Temper expectations a little bit for Singletary uh, this week. He's, he's he's definitely played good in Zach Moss's absence, but uh, you know we'll we'll see what uh, what happens this week. But I mean, if you got him, you're gonna play. Diggs, AJ Brown, or Diggs, sorry, Diggs, John Brown, uh, Cole Beasley. If John Brown doesn't go, um, you could play Cole Beasley. You could also play Glenn Davis, yeah. uh, Gabriel Davis, excuse me, uh, out of UCF. The rookies. Um, He's looked pretty good. I talked about that in the waiver show. He's looked pretty good in his limited opportunities. On the other side, A.J. Brown should be back, thank God. 
Um, and I, I, I feel expect, like has he even I feel like he hadn't even played this year. He and played that yeah. first game, but he wasn't he wasn't himself. But problem is, he's going to be facing Tre'Davious White most of the evening. So yeah, uh, Corey Davis is I think probably the better play this week. Mm-hmm. Good flex play. Uh, Johnu Smith is a to me a must start tight end every yeah, week. I mean, yeah. Top ten. Uh, don't start any Buffalo tight ends. Who you got Buffalo Tennessee? I'm going to go Buffalo, man. They're too hot. Yeah. I'm going to go Buffalo, too. Uh, Rams, Washington. Um, do not start any Washington players besides possibly Terry. Well, besides no, Terry you're McCorn, start Mar- Terry McCorn. And possibly Antonio Gibson. Uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't be afraid to start them both. Um, you know, Terry McLaurin's probably your wide receiver, too. Maybe your flex, which is great. Start him there. Um you know, Antonio Gibson is fine to throw in a flex, or if you've dealt with injuries, you know, yeah. I, I think you can feel you can feel confident. Start the Rams defense on the offense. Start Jared Goff. Start Cooper Cup. Start Robert Woods. Try not to start any of the running backs because that thing. Try looks not like to start Tyler Higby. Yeah, Tyler Higby to me is is not a. Uh, I mean, he's definitely. I don't know if he's even the tight end one. I know he's the ninth tight end overall this year, but in PPR and six and standard, but it's because that big week he had against Philadelphia. Um, other than that, he's been pretty poor. And Glenn, Glenn Everett, Gerald Everett, what am I? I, I need somebody named Glenn because apparently I want to call every G as Glenn. <laughs> Glenn Davis. Um, Gerald Everett's been, uh, he's been taking targets away. He's been seeing a lot more snaps. We've even seen Bryson Hopkins get in there. Just the more that Higby's not on the field, the worse it is for Higby. So, uh, both got the Rams? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Miami, San Francisco. I think we both got San Fran, unless you're, uh, are you feeling Fitz, Fitz is, Magic? Is Grapple going to be back this week? Um, it is still up in the air. I'm certain. Um, man, I mean, we saw that, uh, that Eagles team, you know, give, give the Niners Fitz. Um, I mean, the Dolphins have, have more weapons than the Eagles. Are, are, are you taking the Niners? Mm-hmm. I'll take the Dolphins just to make it. Yeah, I'll take the Niners. I'll take uh, the Dolphins. Oh man, Raheem Mostert might might play this week. Either way, I think bummer for McKinnon. Well, I, I still think McKinnon's a, a well, play. McKinnon has been yeah. a play. Regardless. I think McKinnon's a flex play. Um, yeah. Even if Mostert goes uh, on the other side, Miles Gaskin, keep putting him in your lineup as long as he's getting the uh, the work. You know, last oh. week he was a little oh, down, this, but yeah, I think I think this will this will be a, a decent rebound for him. Um, yeah, I mean, it, last week that was uh, that that was a little tough to watch. I mean, I had I had him in a couple couple weeks, yeah. you know. But yeah, keep your head up. He's he's getting a, a decent workload. So uh, yeah, plug him in. Um, Devontae Parker starts. Isaiah Ford. Man, it makes me sad. Preston uh, Williams. Preston Williams is. I know. Um, I mean, Isaiah Isaiah Ford had ten targets last week. Yeah. And before no, that, I think. Uh, I know, man. I mean, it makes me sad for Preston nine Williams. Nine the week before. I mean, yeah, Isaiah Ford. Yeah, uh, you, yeah, you can you can play you can play. Dude, I didn't talk about him on the waiver show today. He's definitely a guy I should be picked up by now. Um, yeah. On the other side of the ball, Debo Samuel should be back this week. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, in full this yes, week. Yes, he should have his his full. But is Brandon Ayuk going to be a problem? You know, they run a lot of that because you know with Debo Samuel, you see them. They just want to get the ball in his hands. Same with Brandon Ayuk. Like, yeah, yeah, I was going to say, it seems like that's kind of what they've been doing with Ayuk. I mean, you saw Ayuk make the beautiful hurdle to get in the end zone last week. Um, I, I think that definitely takes away from Debo. Um, so I'll, I'll be interested. I think we'll know more once Jimmy Garoppolo's back for sure. Um, we'll, 
because we just don't have a clear idea of what them two look like with Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, so. I like Ayuk and Debo this week. Uh, I mean, to start. yeah, Just I mean, to see, but they're both yeah, worth hang, the play. Hang on, hang on to both of them for sure, and uh, see what happens. Cleveland Colts three and one, three and one. I'm going Cleveland. I can't. I mean, oh, yeah. I, I think Baker's going to have a great game. Um, I know the Colts defense is pretty stiff, but but Baker, but I think the Colts are going to focus way more on the running game. Baker's starting to get into a rhythm. That's when Baker gets scared, is when Baker's in a rhythm, and he's starting to get into it. Um, but Baker and Phillip Rivers, you willing to start either one of them? I'm willing to start them uh, if, if, if it's a deeper league and I need a, a streaming option. If I have Aaron Rodgers and, um, uh, you know, he's on bye this week, or if I've been trying to, you know, if I had Jimmy Garoppolo, or, which I, I hope I, you didn't have Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't think I can, I don't think I can start Phillip Rivers. All right. Uh, running game. Obviously, we talked about Kareem Hunt. You start him. Uh, we said we don't know if we start Dearness Johnson or, or Dontrell Hilliard. Definitely, um, you know, take the shot and, and see what happens, but probably see what happens on your bench. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Taylor must start. You're going to have to start him. I mean, he's been the overwhelmingly Betty better, <laughs> better running back in terms of efficiency. Uh, but it's been discouraging to see his, uh, you know, share of that workload be split up after he had such a good week too. Um, so hopefully, hopefully this is a game where they kind of, you know, stop being so hard-headed and and look at the writing on the wall that you know he he's the guy that needs to be getting, you know, 75 to 85 percent of that that workload. And and you'd love to see him involved in the passing game, but you know, Naeem Hines is, is really great, so you're gonna have to temper your expectations there, but. The the running the running back load on the ground should be Jonathan Taylor's and hopefully they they get that. Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry, T. Y. Hilton, Zach Pascal. How many of those would you be willing to start this week? I mean, you start Odell because you hope that they continue the creativity of getting the ball in his hands. Um, gosh, I mean, almost by virtue of me really having no confidence in starting Rivers, I. Don't have much confidence in Hilton. Um, if you have Hilton, maybe this this might be one of the last times that I trust him in my lineup. Yeah, um, so I, have I, I think I could say I could say yes. Throw him in your flex because you just got to see like you know just one more like man. I love Ty. Do, do so you, I just do you have something for me. Um, I'm gonna do the same thing, but you're good with Odell and Jarvis. I mean, if Jarvis is going to throw a touchdown, I don't know. I mean, I, Odell for sure, Jarvis maybe, uh, and Pascal will know, I guess. Probably, probably I would go Odell, then Hilton, then Jarvis, then Pascal is how I would rank them. I think I would probably, I hate to probably go Odell, Pascal, Hinton, Hilton, Landry. Uh, I'm going to do the same thing for you at tight end. Austin Hooper, Mo Ali Cox, Jack Doyle. Mo Ali Cox. Okay. Uh, who'd you take? You took Indianapolis. I took yeah, Cleveland. Yeah, I'm taking Oh, big game. New York Giants. New York Football Giants. Dallas Cowboys. Rivalry game. Start Daniel Jones. Yes, I'm starting him. Also start the Dallas defense. It's a risk. Yeah. It's a risk reward here. That, it, I know. mean, it's like we've talked about before. I mean, Daniel Jones has drawn comparisons to the. To the late great uh, Jameis Winston, who is now not, have a, not having a starting job, but you know um, he's drawn comparisons. So Daniel Jameis Jones, there, um, yeah, fire him up. 
And, uh, you know, this it, might it be a week. Just a heads up, this might be a week to start Tony Pollard. Um, we saw in games last year whenever the Cowboys had the lead that Tony Pollard uh, got a lot of run uh, late in games, um, and this could be one of those weeks. So uh, this, if you're in a pinch, Tony Pollard might be a start this week. Okay. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott uh, must start. Mari Cooper must start. CeeDee Lamb must start. Michael Gallup must start. Are you starting Cedric Wilson? This guy has been around Cowboys camp for years. Yeah, he's every you know, all year, three years. Wow, it's only been two years. It seems like he's been yeah, it seems like it's that. been three or four years. Um, he got rid of the, the no, I'm not the, the I'm not starting Cedric Wilson. Right. I'm just salty whenever he catches five balls for 85 yards or something. Um, uh, I'm starting. I'm starting Darius Slayton. Okay, hard. Yeah. Um, I'd even I mean, go ahead and if start you, if you picked up if you picked up Freeman, I, I mean this is this is a this is an opportunity I think to uh, maybe maybe he has a good game for once. Yep, uh, Golden Tate's a possibility this week just because of how bad Evan Ingram. Oh well, he had what 10, 10 targets last yeah. week. Yeah, I, mean, I mean he's had you've multiple got, you've targets gotta, every you've week. You've got to keep you've got to keep running him out there. So I mean, all you know, right, what are you gonna do? Evan Ingram, Dalton Schultz, both in play this week. I got Dallas. You got Dallas. Uh, yeah, I mean, okay. Dallas should be 5-0 and based off of our predictions. <laughs> Seattle, Minnesota, 1-3 versus 4-0, Sunday night football. Um, start your offensive players in this game. This could be a barn burner. Um, two defenses that looked better last week, but overall this year have looked really poor, particularly against the pass. Russell Wilson, I think, is going to get things under control, um, back the way it was last week. Um, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett. How do you feel about David Moore? Uh, I mean, he's definitely in consideration to be picked up. Um, you know, Lockett had a down week, so I, I'm not I'm not starting David Moore with any confidence. I think Lockett gets back on track, and DK yeah. continues to be good. So. I think Lockett has a comeback week. I think uh, two touchdowns for Lockett. I think he's gonna have a big big night on it. He yeah. he, said he tends to do well on on prime time. So yeah, uh, Chris Carson, I expect him to be doing his thing. Yeah, um, Dalvin Cook. Start on the other side. Yeah, Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson, both should be in your lineup. I th- yeah. Wouldn't you say Justin oh, Jefferson should be flexed at this point, sure. or yeah. or wide receiver three? Yeah, Justin Jefferson. Is uh, Greg Olson. Yeah, yeah. Is it well, okay? Um, uh, Greg Olson or Zach Ertz? Uh, Greg Olson for the quarterback play. Okay. Uh, Monday Night Football. Oh, wait, who who are we picking? Oh, I got Seahawks. Yeah. 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 You got to go with Russ. Monday Night Football, Chargers, Saints. I mean, uh, you're, you're, you're starting the hell out of Justin Herbert at this point. Um, if he plays. No, Anthony Lynn still won't commit to him. Dude, I mean, I get I get the whole, like, I mean, this, Tyrod can't even be mad at this point. Like, that's just his yeah, career. No. I mean, like, it, all he does is get replaced in un fortunate situations and this was the most unfortunate of all unfortunates but unfortunately <laughs> Justin Herbert is balling he's the future of the franchise so just take a seat man I'm sorry keep an eye out on uh, <clears throat> on Jared Cook um, if he plays start him if not don't start Adam Troutman I saw a guy pick uh, on Twitter he picked Adam Troutman over Robert Tonyan uh, talk about a talk about a uh, uh, miss miss right there just a miss um, Hunter Henry, you should feel pretty good about it. Keenan Allen, as long as Justin Herbert plays, if yeah. Tyrod Taylor plays, get Mike Williams in your lineup. And I, I'm dead serious about that. If Tyrod Taylor plays, Mike Williams uh, is a, a, a better play. 
Uh, Josh Kelly, uh, I'm starting him. Yeah, start him. Justin Jackson. I mean, you're picking him up, at least. Um, yeah. I think I'd like to see how this backfield gets split up in a in a full game. Traquan Smith or, or Emmanuel Sanders? Traquan Smith. Really? Yeah. I think I'm going to Emmanuel Sanders. I think he has a better floor. And uh, with Michael Thomas coming back to me, Traquan's going to be the odd man out there. Yeah. So, who you got? New Orleans? Yeah, yeah, I gotta go with this You know what, man? Uh, I I would think about. You know what? Favorite. I'm gonna do it. You gonna do it? Justin Herbert, Josh Kelly, the rookie right. show on on primetime television. I'm going. I'm going the Chargers in this All one. Right. Yeah. All right, Tyler. Before we uh, before we end this real quick, um, big question for the week for you this week. Okay. Oh me? I thought you were gonna ask me. I thought you were saying, okay, I got a big no, no, question. No, no. What's for your you? big question going into the week? <laughs> oh man. Um, I mean. For real football, it's uh, <laughs> can the Dallas Cowboys beat a not very good uh, Giants team? Um, otherwise, you know, I'm I'm really I'm really going to be focusing on the the Bengals and their usage of Joe Mixon. I think um, that that's something that I really want to see. I'm going to be watching that closely if they uh, if he can even get above a 10% target share this week when they're going to be trailing. But are they going to try to stick to something that had success last week? Mine's going to be running back usage, just in a different way. Dearness Johnson mm-hmm. and Justin Jackson. And then I want to see Antonio Gibson. I want to see yeah. Yeah, those three. Do they get more? And then I'm going to throw Chase Edmonds in there, too. Because yeah. people are talking about the change in the guard. So those are my – I want to see how the usage is for those four guys and see if maybe I, I reach out for some trades next week. Maybe I might even do it this week and just hope, you know. Yeah, um, you don't want to be too late. Quick over – I'm just going to do a quick buy or sell. Uh, one with you that I think uh, it might interest you. Uh, Marquise Brown, over under 100 yards and a touchdown. Day. <laughs> Buy or sell 100 yards and a touchdown. Man. Um, I'd buy it. I mean, this is, the, this is the Washington This is the Washington football team. The place is nice. He had. Oh yeah, I was looking at I was looking at last. I just I just pulled up my, my stuff. Not like much that. better, but no, right. Um, still, I would say he's due for a touchdown, so I buy that. And I mean, it's not that hard for Marquise Brown. I think if he's, if he's having a, t- a good if game, if he's getting a touchdown, yeah, right. he's going to get a long play. And that's I mean, that's where I'm at. I mean, I I, th- I think he definitely I would buy that. I, mean, I think I would buy that too, honestly. So you got anything for me before we close? No, man, nothing off the top of my head. Oh, man, Tyler ain't good at it, man. He can't sling them like I can. Mm, I'm sorry. I can do buy or sell all day long. Guys, thanks for joining us. Any last words of advice for this week? Nope, just hopefully Calvin Ridley comes out of retirement and Matt Ryan uh, gets his stuff together. Hopefully Joe makes and keeps on the strings. I'm going to need him in our league of record, uh, losing Austin Eckler. Uh, hopefully Miles Sanders gets back in the – that's another guy we didn't really talk about much. He's got a tough matchup, but – we need him. I need him to play better. I've got a lot of shares of Miles Sanders. He's he just not playing up the part. Um, listen up this week. Keep an eye out for Tyler's trade show. Uh, a lot of movement should be made this week. Week four, we've talked about before, you split your season up uh, into, into four quarters. Um, and the first quarter is done. And I think that uh, now would be the time to start looking at changing your roster up a bit. Stop you know, stop believing in Kenyon Drake if you bought him. Uh, <laughs> You know, guys like that, it might be time to start moving away and start, you know, if you're 1-3, you need to make some moves. If you're 4-0, you need to start looking on to, to the playoffs because it's going to be hard for you to, to fall out. Yeah. Uh, but don't get stagnant. So uh, that's that's the difference between winners and losers in, in fantasy football is the guys who get stagnant and the guys who don't. Yep. So 
Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week.